All right, welcome back to another episode of Cardi Dads. This is going to be a fun episode with a friend of ours that we've met. Actually, they're two brothers, but we only have one of them right now because the other one is too far away and he's too cool for school. So, George with a J, I am sorry that you're missing this episode, but you get it. So, I have his brother here, <laughs> Miguel. Um, welcome to the show, man. Awesome. Thank you. Uh it's really exciting to be on this. That's mm. for you, Kelly Smith, right there. The old slurpery. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So we have uh, Miguel Ruiz, correct yeah. way to say it? Yes. Yeah. And uh, he's a fellow Carter with us that lives uh, pretty close to us, and his brother is a couple hours away in another state, but still is pretty close. So, um, welcome, man, and uh, give us a little story on how you got into either auto sports or how you got into karting in general. Well, um, the whole auto sports thing um, started with our dad, obviously. He, um, he raced uh, in Puerto Rico on the island with a uh, 1969 Camaro and was road racing. Rotary or two-cycle? Huh? No, a V eight man. What? Yeah, no, so no, ro- no rotary. He went piston style. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Cycle, <laughs> he went straight pure pistons over rotary. And for people who don't know, in Puerto Rico, it is a huge, huge deal. Oh yeah, that's like a that's just Honda rotary. That's basically it. Yeah, especially that's, now. Yeah, it's it, it's crazy. If you have a rotary and it's not locked up. With like chain guards and everything all over your garage <laughs> or through your wheels to keep it from rolling, it's getting stolen if it's fast. So, yeah, <laughs> no, um, dad was the big influence on us, and um, that's kind of what got us into the whole racing ordeal. Um, and it's it's funny because the whole karting ordeal was started from my brother who, um, he he um, came into racing and said, well, you guys need to go to this kart racing. And uh, my brother and I, well, my dad and I actually gave gave him a really hard time. Like, really? Karting, of all things? And, um, and you know, like, we should road race, and, you know, with a car, and, and karting just not where it's at. You know, we should go into straight to a car. And um, he's like, no, it's not what you guys think. This isn't the adventure landing go karts that you just <laughs> twenty five bucks. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Like every everybody who thinks of karting, it's always goes to, oh, is this a venture landing? Is this a place that you can go rent a cart and be two seater side by side? Do I have to be forty two inches or taller to drive? Exactly. the um, The whole karting thing was like, there's go karts, which is adventure landing, and then you have your your karting and we went down to Ocala one weekend and got to experience the the amount of the amount of time people take with these carts and and like man you know front end alignment engine tuning you know change this axle and and stuff like that just to to gain just that slight advantage and then one day I went out to Ocala um TB Cart actually offered uh, us to go down to, to Ocala 
um, Miguel Gransall and Frashad, which uh, huge respect to them for everything. They said, just take this card out, see what you think. And, um, well, what I thought was like, how much is this cart? I want to, I want, I want to continue this fun. So, um, got hooked up on that. And, um, the same cart that I race now is the same one. Two years later, same engine, you know, like change the oil every other race. And it's just, it's just been really fun time. So met great people. Um, left and right, uh, from Jacksonville to Ocala to Homestead, um, everybody there. So it's it, it's been really a uh, a changing event because where I came from was like cars and 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 and, and this and that, and so I'm I'm glad I made that uh that spontaneous jump and went to karting, and uh, I, I haven't regretted it. It's made me uh better better person to 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 diagnose stuff and and go racing and uh my ba- my brother and I we balance each other very very uh very well cuz it's like <laughs> he's, yeah. he's like one, one one's data one's mechanical so yeah yeah he's like go 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 just put it together we'll run it and it's like no we're not supposed to put this one together like this is not going to be very well so uh Frankenstein which is one of the engines I, I kind of named Andrew raced that one in, uh, at uh, Roebling. We, we, we're tapping that while we were passing people. Tap, tap. <laughs> tap the tap, tap. Hash method. brown, tap, tap. Yeah. So <laughs> Roebling was really was fun and stuff. And ever since I got in a karting ordeal, um, I haven't looked back. I haven't regretted a single moment of anything. So um, I'm really glad I got into that type of racing. So uh, And I feel like I'm just going to grow more into it. So. Uh, 206, the Bergen Stratton class. Briggs has done a phenomenal job other than their uh, side gaskets. <laughs> like, like I, may, I like to make that a point because the uh, side gaskets have not been such the greatest. But other than that, their program and stuff. So um, it, it's been really fun because it's, it's meant for cheap, fun racing to get people that just – like man i really don't know much and i just want to get into it and people get into it and and um i actually remember the first time i met emmanuel at jacksonville it was indirect though it did <laughs> and just already got a smile on him <laughs> like he looked at my brother's cart and uh i built this cart stand that my brother bought off of craigslist and it needed to be fixed and i fixed it with a harbor freight welder that had <laughs> No business at, at all being welded, um, and Emmanuel was like, "Oh, TB cart with a two hundred six and I I don't know why I specifically remember that day. I guess the TB cart with a two hundred six was just not a a big thing. Um, but um, I've had a lot of fun, met a lot of great guys. Um, obviously I'm on this podcast was <laughs> with Andrew, yeah, so it's carting death, yeah, exactly. So um. The whole carding thing is just it just it brings a lot of people together, and um, the whole deal is like man, you know, like I had a manual's motor and and he he bought the old flea market. That's the other nickname for the other one. So it's flea like, market death trap. <laughs> yeah, death trap. <laughs> you want to call it? Yeah. So it just brings everybody together when you know just Andrew blew his motor and, and my brother went back to his house and and got another engine. It's like look, I got another block. We. We put it together like a Lego set without yeah, instructions. I was ready to fight you, and you're like, "Oh, do you not know that my brother's not the most consistent person on being on time." 
And I'm like, dude, seriously? Like, we have a race here in about 25 minutes, and he's not here. So we have to put everything together, um, short block to the head, to setting the valve lash, to the exhaust, everything. And he's like, oh, yeah. By the way, he's not always consistent on time. And I'm like... <laughs> George with J, you have a loud ass diesel, and if you don't come across that track at a certain time, which we talked about in the previous podcast about getting into Rolling Road, um, yeah, George with J, we're gonna have some issues. Hashtag to Quincy on giving him the nickname of George with the J. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I've always said it. I can be in Savannah and have a flat tire, and my brother would be the last person I call. I could call somebody from <laughs> I could I could call I could call somebody from Jacksonville and come pick me up sooner than my brother would. It'd be like I'm almost there. Like don't even worry about it. I had someone from Jacksonville drive two hours away and they're helping me already. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> like what? So, so uh, that's crazy how you got into karting. So you've gone from literally no karting experience or no kind of either even road racing experience with cars. To your dad's like, hey, there's a local good kart track here by the house. Let's go check it out. And you went there, and well, your personality of kind of being like the joker of the group is just kind of weaseled your way into something. And now, you know, so you're driving a TB kart chassis. Is that the only chassis that you've ever really driven in a kart? No. Um, when my brother had his TB chassis, he he raced that. And then my dad kind of slowly wanted to make it like a big family event, you know, um, to for everybody to start racing. So dad bought actually a chassis from Ocala on the spot, and it was a Razor chassis. So he, dad's like, well, I'm gonna go ahead and get this chassis. It was a it was a full setup, um, 206 already on it, rims and tires, and so. We got that chassis, and then my my first race was actually in Jacksonville, and the Razor chassis that had the the full nose on it, and um, we I raced that the first time, and my first kind of like legit race if we want to make it official, and then uh, from there on, um, then that's when I went with the whole TB cart. Um, testing day and it was just perfect and i was like well I, you know just to drive a different setup so um the razor that kind of destroyed my dad's left foot to to the tbim now <laughs> so oh, man so it's just it's only been it's only been razor and tb car chassis set up for right now so um no I, well i take that back kevin kevin actually let me drive his eagle at Jackson, Caw, caw, caw. <laughs> Yeah. So I did. Do I, it for Dale. This is what a true American drives. He drives the Eagle <laughs> because the Eagles are American, not TV Italian sausages. The, the Italian, but hey, you know, Formula One, you know, Ferrari. Um, but he, uh, he, did let, he did let me drive that one. Maserati. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it was it was a, it was a good time it, and for me to to drive the different setups and stuff like in it, it's been fun like the razor the the, the TB um, 
I've really fallen in love a lot with the TV because it's just more like you guys, you know, with the Eagle, it's like everybody's like, lose cart, lose cart, and it's like. <laughs> it's all, yeah, you drive a manuals, and it's just like, what what the heck? Well, I'm turning from 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock, and <laughs> next thing you know, I'm seeing my ass. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's totally different. And, yeah. you know, you guys were talking about, you know, you, like if you look at the front track of your cart compared to our cart, and we're turning the exact same left times, right? So not only at Roebling Road, but at Ocala, and even at Jacksonville, we're within less than half a second, no matter what weight. So me and Jorge are in the 390 class. You and Emmanuel are in the 360, 375, however you want to do it. Class. Keep us light. Keep us light. 350. 350, yeah, because you guys weigh like 116 pounds, <laughs> give, or ta- <laughs> give or take three hot dogs and a case of beer. But <laughs> Okay, sorry, Emmanuel. You need some like um, either jerk chicken or some good goat. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I no, I, I, I can't. Whole milk and like no, Emmanuel took me to a like a. It wasn't like Caribbean. It was more like a Haitian kind of style restaurant. And we had this like fresh jerk chicken and goat, and it was unbelievable. Like I, I can't, I can't deny. It's it like you got all this food for like four dollars or five dollars, and it was insane. So the, the joke I'm making about the goat is like, yeah, once you start eating it, it's just the the seasonings and everything. I mean, you know, when your mom does all the seasoning and the rice and beans, oh, like yeah. you, you can have rice and beans from a Puerto Rican woman, and then you can have rice and beans from just like. You know, a normal Americanized, I guess you would say. Oh, um, yeah. It's a, the, the huge difference. It's like, okay, why are these so bland? Like, yes, use, you know, Lux beans, and we use Lux beans, but it's so totally... Uh, that's... Sorry. Anyways. You know what? Now you say rice and beans. I've moved out of my house two and a half years ago, and every time I go to my parents, I'm like, Mom, please cook. Because like I'm done cooking, like and mom's like, what do you want? And I kick, and bless my mom's heart, like, poof, pancakes. I'll make a joke. Oh, I really want some pancakes this morning. And I'm like, no, no, no. And mom's like, shh, making pancakes. <laughs> mom, it was a joke. It was a joke. Like you don't have to make pancakes. Uh, like I lost my sense of smell in um, 2003, and uh, due, yeah, due to a car accident, <laughs> yeah. And but like one thing I always smelled was when my mom. Um, made rice and beans and when she was cooking the beans or the pork chops or when she makes the um the rice soup with the olives and the chicken and you like you the, as soon as someone opens the garage door you're like am i dead i miss that like that's like one smell that i miss so every time like i walk to the house and i see my mom like making a pot roast like in a crock pot or the rice and beans it's like I think I remember that it is. And I like go over the beans and like I whiffed everything and I know I can't smell it, but like, oh, I can Wait. imagine this is amazing. So you really, you like lost the sense of smell? Like, yep. it just got real. I have no smell. No smell? No smell whatsoever. Wow. Oh, well, this is new. <laughs> I did not know that like at mm-hmm. all. So if I am burning oil in the car or whatever, like, I, I have no idea. Wow. Wow, okay. 
I wish I had that sense. It's like, no. Is that my car smelling like burnt transmission fluid? Right yeah. Now? So like, if if I would have known, maybe when I blew my motor or when something <laughs> was happening, I would have been like, oh hey, something doesn't I, smell right. Something might be changing. I and, might want to lift at this point. And then I blew uh, white smoke. <laughs> Quincy. Uh, all over Quincy. <laughs> Poor guy. Oh man, that's well. I mean, I don't know if you said that, but that's definitely. I did not know that. Yeah, so. yeah. That's why this big old scar. If I ever do a live podcast, um, I'm losing my hair like pretty crazy. So that's just how it. fast he goes. Yeah. You know, when he don't wear a helmet, he goes so fast his hair just falls <laughs> off. So, if you're that's just my head, the, I, uh, I have no. Uh, I, I have system. a big old scar across my head, and it goes from ear to ear. And it is what it is, but. Um, I'm glad to be alive. So that's really cool. So you have no karting experience, no car racing experience, and your dad just happened to be like a, a car guy. And I think most, no, I'm not trying to sound anything, but like most Puerto Rican people sound like they're car people because getting cars is not the cheapest thing to do on the island. Mm-hmm. So especially when you have uh straight you have long straights in the interstates you have hills you have turns you have drag strips you have road resource piston duels which if you go online and google any of those races i mean they've even been on uh, uh what's the discovery channel uh the outlaws or whatever the oklahoma outlaw oh, guys street outlaws street, yeah, street outlaws yeah. and you'll see the puerto rican guys bring in you know 15, 1600 horsepower. Yeah, that Mazda RX3. Yeah. You know, like, that's through carburetor. And it was, it's like a Coke can with a carburetor on it. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's 13, 1400 horsepower and weighs like 400 pounds. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you can carry it home if it blows. No, like, up. The, the, the piston versus rotary thing is real. And then not only that, they have the scooters that they do, the oh, ATVs yeah. that they do. It's, it's crazy. Like, it's just a whole other thing. But, yeah, if you if you give something to a Puerto Rican, it's like uh, we void warranties more than anything else. It's like, of course we're gonna do this to it, and then when we claim it to the insurance, it's like, well, I was just driving and it blew up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's like one was... thing I learned. Like, oh yeah, I work I work with well I work at Bacardi, so um, I mean Puerto I Rican rum, Bacardi. My... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they're like, yeah, if you, if, you, if you, but it's close. <laughs> if you crash your car into a wall, you just say, hey, you know, I just lost control. They buy you a new one. I'm like, seriously? It, yeah. Yeah, we have problems here. It's funny because, <laughs> like, the other day I tried to get, um, I told this guy, I was like, look, man, I had need an alignment on my car. He's like, why? You know, like, it doesn't. You don't it, drive a car. You have a truck. I have a truck. Exactly. Chevrolet Silverado, you know. But I was like, bro, I like. No, you, you can't you can't even take this back. You are so do it for Dale. Hash Browns. <laughs> Number three, right to tie. You just called it a car. And uh, you I, have crank windows and manual locks. Exactly. So when I took my truck. And George like, with a J, that was for you. Calling him out on his BS. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, look, I need alignment. I just got the new rims and tires, you know, and he's like, well, what's wrong with it? Because it seems fine. I was like, I don't know, because when I'm driving, the alignment's so off, it just steers me straight to a liquor store. (laughs) 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 So so I'm just trying to get home, and my truck's pulling towards a liquor store or one of the local bars. And I was like, I need need to get this stuff checked out because I'm not – 
I don't know if I'm ever going to make it home. <laughs> so it's like, all right, we'll check that out for you. I'm like, I, I thought you were going to take it as a joke, but I guess not. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, the, the, the whole carding thing is, is, it's been a, uh, it, it's been life, kind of a life changing experience. Um, just cause I have OCD to the whole full list. And my brother doesn't. He's just kind of ride and die and just go. We make it work and don't. If it does, it does. And it's like, <laughs> like not me at all. I'm organized with my tools. He's the complete opposite of it. So, um, but we we kind of make the the dis, how dysfunction we are work, especially at homestead when we go down there. And, and that's another thing. The, the different tracks is is huge. From Jacksonville to the thousand foot straightaway to Ocala to the different configurations to Homestead Miami AMR, which is uh, a nice track. It's have uh, you done Monticello yet? No, but we have told to do Monticello. Um, yeah, Kevin, uh, who's a you know who's part of our group, he's done Monticello, and he's done nothing but give compliments on how that track is yes he's he's still definitely the one that told us you guys have to do monticello and stuff so um now that we've been kind of getting out of the whole exploration of checking things out different tracks and stuff so we like to explore more um my brother's definitely the like the dedicated one like hey uh 206 cup in uh uh in indianapolis it's like we're gonna go, and I was like, "Well, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to go." And he struck off and went, and so um, he's definitely into it a lot. Um, like I told him, I want to be more into it and a lot more. So that's why I made the whole trip to Robling, and I did not know what I was getting myself into. Yeah, me, well, <laughs> to be honest with you, me neither. And I've driven this track for I drove Robling probably for the past ten or eleven years or so. Um, and cars only? Yeah. And cars only. So last time was the first time in a, in a cart I've ever done Rebel. That was the first time in a cart? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> no wonder Kelly, we all got wrecked for at the same too. time. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the line in a car is really close to the same. So you have a DE line, which is a driver's education to give you the safest route. The safest route around the track. And then once you start going through your progressions and different DE levels, then you get into time trials or road racing where you might start alternating your apexes and your and everything from your check-ins to your track outs to what your car suits you, right? So being in a cart, which... We don't ever lift, so our motors are going, you know, wide open, which we think we're going wide open, but as soon as you hit, like, a face win, you go from 6,000 to, like, 4,400 RPM, and you're like, what this happened? Thing, yeah. Did, did, did somebody break up. behind me, or what, you know, what's going on? <laughs> and so, like, to be wide open all the time, you know, and when you listen to people in carting, it's like, oh, dude, you got to go road racing. It's more relaxing. It's so this, so that. And I'm like, okay, maybe you don't understand between sprint and road racing. Like, being chilled, the only time I was chilled was on the straightaway because uh, 
you know, your brother was behind me, so I would eat, like, the chocolate off the peanut m and then I'd flip him back the peanut so he could eat it. (laughs) (laughs) The the best thing about having um, my brother or anybody who just has, like, no consideration of the mechanical of the engine, it's like, um, why did you lift? I'm like, because I really need this engine for my next race. My bro's like... (laughs) Dude, don't worry about it. Just send it. Send it. Stay in it. Like if you like, win, cut the seal. It's going down. <laughs> like, cut the seal. Check the clutch, bro. I know what you're trying to get at this, but like he got mad at me. He's like, "Why did we go slower on that lap?" Because like I was lifting in the straightaway while you were pushing me. Don't lift. Stay in it. I'm like, no. But this is my one and only engine. You don't understand. We've had like 45 minutes of practice time, and with that, we have a 30 minute race. And to be honest with you, to be 100% honest with you, we said this in the last podcast uh, with Emmanuel and I, is the tr- amount of track time we got at Roebling was way more than I ever thought we got. The first time I ever did Roebling with NASA, I did 107 miles on my car in two days. Wow. That's, That's how much track time we had. So I was turning, you know, maybe 127s to 130s in my car. In a car, and we, 127? And we were doing 140s. One, I think, wait. Or, or, or 148s, 150s, my, something my like that. Mine was like 148.1. So, okay, so still the same, right? I well, lifted because I didn't want to get tech inspection <laughs> with my engine. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> like no, 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 I don't want to make it 130 and be like, Cut the seal yeah, on that yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> Jim Henry, thank you for not uh, cutting the seal on the, on the, you know, just, hey, shout out to you. Alcohol uh, 206. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be at Daytona. We'll give you uh, another, like, $3. I okay. did tell him I owned him a steak dinner, and I didn't give it to him in Savannah. So in Daytona, a little bit of back rubbing that steak dinner. <laughs> like, I'm good for Daytona now. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, like, you see... Okay, yeah, my son's talking to me. Sorry for the long pause. He's trying to be quiet. He's four years old, and he's hanging out with us, and it's all good. But anyways, I mean, that's the whole part of this podcast. It says there's nothing edited. There's nothing, you know, that we take out. But um, So, yeah, so at Roebling, the first time I did it, like I said, I, I turned over 100 miles on my car, and, and the price of the event, the first time I did it was uh, $175. That was, like I said, that was like 10, 11 years ago to in race, a car. To race a car. To, for two days. A Saturday and a Sunday with 20-minute sessions, five minute or five sessions per day. It was cheaper than a cart. Almost. Well, yeah, for me, yeah, like somehow <laughs> you, like, you do your things. Like, oh, I know this and that and that. And, and, uh, Chris. Well, like, I drove from Florida. I'm not going to become a member now. Like, I'll wait till later. Like, yeah, and then Christine's like, oh, yeah, don't, don't say that you're not a member. And, yeah, we'll, we'll keep that on Dallas. You owe me big time. But anyways. <laughs> we'll put it on your bill next time we see you. Yeah, so <laughs> if one of our buddies didn't have a WKA membership, yeah, they could borrow mine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's on a sale right now off of Amazon. Yeah, it's on a sale. We're trying to sell it. <laughs> Cardinals.com. If you need a membership, you come by mine. <laughs> I'll give it to you. You ten dollars off. Oh, uh, it. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good deal. 
But no, it was it was such a cool event, and like the the area we were parked at, we had like our own showers, we had our own bathrooms, pretty much, and we weren't too far away from the paddock area. But like, it was just so much fun because the group of people we had with, or uh, the group of people we had, I think we we're the most rowdy people. So that's why they put us in the back <laughs> where everything was. Um, but. Like I've always told everybody, but everybody came up to our pits and be like, "Oh man, what are you guys doing? You know, oh, what are you cooking? What you know? What are you, what are you guys doing? Like, what's going on in this cart? Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. We ain't cutting the seal today. <laughs> <laughs> Robling, um, ever since I got carding that weekend, probably had to be the most fun ever I've ever had. Um, from down to the racing, down to the the engine problem you had, Andrew, too, that we, we got another block. We put it together, and we, we, it just, like, it was just put a cart, uh Put, y'all put Scott's cart together. Scott carts together like a Lego without instructions. John Morris's uh, engine was having issues. Exactly. John Morris is like, dude, I need this these valves tight and tighten up. And I've got this uh, this whole valve adjustment from, uh, from Chad Duncan. Um that he uh, he he's with TB, um, so it's worked out very well for us. So anytime, it, but it just seems more community than anything else. And it's seven of us too, and it's seven of us that are trying to work together. But when it comes down to the white flag, it's like who's hitting the wall? <laughs> like, yeah. so we'll, we'll put the bumper on somebody. Quincy, you had one job and you failed. It'll never, <laughs> it'll never, yeah. it'll never. No. That he will, he literally would need a pillowcase because he's gonna have to sleep with that. Because like, yeah, he had one job and he's looking at his yeah. pillow. And Kelly, like, hey. you you do like all these things with making t-shirts and stuff. We need you to make you a. We need you to make Quincy a pillowcase. Yes, said, you had one job. Yes, that poor <laughs> man will never get any sleep ever again. But the the amount of friendship that like I was uh we we talked obviously offline with with Quincy and Kelly. Yes, I've. We, I've literally never met him till that Friday night that my brother and I, we put ourselves a limit. Yeah, four said, you have four, and I have four. They say no, what o'clock comes, and yeah, yeah four o'clock. After, after four and four, we're out. And it was like the conversation happened, and we started punching tires and getting them patched from discount tire or tires plus like yeah hey, hey don't don't you don't you matt <laughs> i was leading no, the whole no race secrets i was leading the whole race until the tire I ran got out of fuel out. <laughs> i ran out of fuel it's okay it's okay i felt i felt bad for george with a j um <laughs> we he let you get in the lead making you think you were in the lead but you weren't in the lead the yeah, other yeah. Uh, I, I lifted for him, and I just lifted the wrong spot. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> just like his brother on Sunday. Oh, don't get him on that. I told him, I lifted for you. Like Vin Diesel did for Paul Walker. You know, like, you do that for yeah, your, your hey, friend. Hey, it's numbers, right? It's numbers. Brother, man. He beat me by 0. 0.048. You know what that says, Andrew? I lifted. No, <laughs> 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 You you were holding so tight you had to fart for a second yeah. and then your fart slowed you down. No, no, but for real though, <laughs> that right foot, how wide open it is for a two a six class, 
you run it wide open. You never lift. Unless you're in a draft, which is the craziest thing. Like, you're on somebody's bumper, and you're like, I'm not even half throttle the three-quarter. But if you're in the lead, which I know a lot of. Um, <laughs> but No, but you have to set your card up. Like, I was telling Dad, um, I set my card up for I wanted to be in the front. Like, that was my goal is I want to lead the pack. If you are faster than me, then you will pass me in a turn that you think is faster, but I'm going to get you in the next one. Like, I, that's what my cart was set up for. And following, like, when we had the, the draft of seven, mm-hmm. my cart was not set up for the draft. And so, like, everything was just all off. I'm like, Dad, I can't, I can't follow. And your brother... Uh, uh, Jorge, he he had the perfect gear and he had the perfect setup to be a push. It was it was remarkable, and to see you two on Sunday on the final day on how you guys caught up to the two packs that were in front of you, and then you not only did you pass them, but you left them by like almost a full lap, yeah. which was crazy. Like you two seemed like you were in sync that no matter what happened. It was just like, okay, this is a Sunday drive. Bam, bam. You know, everything was good. Like, every turn was perfect. Every draft was perfect. Every move was calculated. It was so cool to see. And then the, me and Quincy and Kelly and my dad, we're like all on the pit wall, you know, trying to give you the minute countdowns. And, you know, Quincy was flashing a boob at you and all kind of stuff. And <laughs> that was hit the wall. I was like, that's a, that was a good one. I, like, I about looked too hard. Pause, like, everybody's doing their, like, little gangster signs going through the, the backstretch. But it just, you guys were so fast. And the way everything was calculated with the way your motors were set up, the way the suspension set up, I don't think, I don't know, me personally, but if, TB cart didn't see like the videos that you guys did or the results you guys put up for you guys to represent the only two TB cards out there to go dominate on a track that you've never been to before. You've never seen before. You've never done before. It was absolutely insane. And Emmanuel and I talked about this. Like if TB cart is not helping these guys out to, you know, helping them to get the, their 206 program off, not only in sprint, but also road racing. Dude, like, you guys put TB Cart, in my opinion, in the South, like, on the map that this chassis is for real. Yeah, and um, I fully agree. Like, when we have the discussions about the 40 millimeter axles, the 50 millimeter axles, and TB has been dedicated with just the 50 millimeter axle. Um, with with TB we we've we've had a lot of help and like a lot of times a joke like Miguel's cart weighs two hundred forty pounds and like we're not gonna get him help but TB has always been such behind us all the time and uh, with Miguel Grandsaw and and Fashad Bagheri and uh, and Chad Donk it, they they just do such a phenomenal job with just with just helping us and 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 communication and stuff so. Um, more more than more than anything i would love to build that program with them and continue on with you know with with homestead all, all the way up to robling to wherever we else we need to um uh full credit obviously to my brother because he he started with them with the arriving drive program and and build up from there and then that's when he said i need to get my own cart and go from there 
Um, so w- with us, that w- we we love the chassis. We beat you guys up all the time by having <laughs> ego chassis. Common yeah. eagles. Yeah. It's like a Ferrari on, racing a, a, a an Impala sometimes. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. no. Hey, hey, hey. Let's don't get twisted. No, like an eleven. But with uh, the, you know, like G2. you guys, you guys know that you know I still I'm still running the older chassis, and um. Oh no 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 no! Don't I don't work. know that for sure. Don't because I saw you walking across the paddock <laughs> with a chassis in your hand, and I know you're pure blood of Puerto Rican, and when you not- see. When you see, hey, don't worry about it. Yeah, you yeah. gotta worry about someone stealing. Don't something. worry about that new chassis running across that uh, grass there. Uh, but. Because for some reason, the uh, my tow vehicle, which is a Honda Sonata, on uh, my car had a wheel that I wasn't used to, and I saw it on your trailer, and I was like, "Oh man, you switched wheels with me," and I didn't even know. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah right. no, don't, don't think I don't know. You see a nice wheel that it's cracked on yours, and you need a nice one. You know, if you're not paying attention, it's mine. Exactly. <laughs> don't 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 get it twisted. No. Well, with just two years with them and stuff, um, you know they they uh the first weekend, the first time, um, I went to um to homestead one of the times with for sskc which was the the first round in one and two with um them and chad did this amazing setup up front and i didn't i was like man i don't know i just don't have any power like and it just happened to be that i was racing the whole weekend practice qualifying both rounds one and two with a blown head gasket like what like I already blew one head gasket. Like how could I have blown another one? You know I've torqued it down. I've Loctited it and everything technical I know how to do. It just these brigs just just know how to blow that one head gasket for some reason in that section where the cover is. Yeah, and they just blow it. Uh, Quincy obviously had it on Sunday, and I said, "Don't worry about it. Mine's blown it there twice." Um. And we've well, ex- what happens when you cheat in that two hundred six? That's what happens. Yeah, I'm just too saying. much, too much compression. Uh, Quincy, the only reason why you're fast, yeah, you're not. It wasn't the squiggly lines, Kelly. I'm sorry. No, not squiggly lines. Not forty three or the other number you guys have, so called ninety three. I don't know what that does for you guys, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no, no redheaded, no redheaded barefoot girls. <laughs> no. None of that. Um, I apologize, Shelby. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, with them, um, uh, I was fortunate enough that that weekend of rolling, um, I had a uh, a friend of my brother's with Cool Savannah, out of Savannah, Georgia, who um, after that weekend jump on board with uh, myself and my brother. So we uh, are both uh, official. S- cool savannah drivers that like to support the tb cart chassis awesome so it's uh, a real great um thanks jeff for everything so uh but that allows us to race even more to not only race but to have more fun and you got a website or anything that you can offer anybody to or? well to uh jam racing that are the facebook page i run the facebook page my brother runs a, uh the instagram page that um 
and uh, we have our t-shirts and stuff like that, which uh, we need updated, which we're going to have Kelly, my new uh, stepmom. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're, we're, we're going to there. Um, hopefully, That's another pun, Shelby. It's okay. Yeah. It, You're in Chattanooga. It's, don't worry about it. Shelby who? <laughs> yeah, the uh, ex-runner. Kind of reminds me of Danica Patrick sometimes, but that, that's a whole other podcast, probably. <laughs> so, um, so we're we're gonna go that way and, and a lot of stuff. So that that keeps um, our fun keep going and stuff like that. Which um, um, another thing, I don't I don't think any the Jack's LO two hundred six group, which is phenomenal with everybody on there. Um, we can post one photo up and we'll talk eight to ten hours about it and uh my brother who works nights he can keep going the other 12 hours because everybody's sleeping he'll keep it going yeah i wake up halfway through like i pretty much wake up to go to work when he's eating lunch or dinner dinner probably breakfast however he wants to um to say so yeah when i was working night shift i think my my dinner was around 3 a.m three between 3 and 4 a.m so yeah dude Night night shift's rough, and for him to make the time and commit to carding to hang out with his brother and his dad, uh, which is pretty much the reason why he probably does it, yep. is it, it's amazing. And so people who work those kind of shifts who are totally off on a 24-hour schedule than everybody else in, in that they know of, um, and commit the time to be there on Sundays and Saturdays or Fridays. It's hard. And for what he does to help you and your dad and just be like, I want to be there with you guys. Like what he does, it, it's it's crazy. Like, I don't know if looking back at the, looking back at it, if I could do that because I would get off on Friday mornings at um, six thirty in the morning. So I got off at six thirty in the morning, and then Dad and I would go to Road Atlanta or Roblin or whatever. And Dad would take off Friday for work, and I would have to take off Sunday because my 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 schedule was from Sunday from ten thirty at night to six thirty in the morning on Monday morning. So I had to take off Sunday. So he take off Friday on vacation day. I take off my Sunday on a vacation day. So we're both like wasting vacation days just to go racing and just hang out. Uh, that, that's just what it was. And it got to the point where it was like, yes, we want to do this, you know, 12, 13, 14 times a year. We don't have enough vacation, you know, so. <laughs> Run out of vacation. Yeah, like you not only do we want to have vacation to hang out, you know, father and son, you know, but we'd. You know, we want to hang out with, yeah, you know, the mom, the wife, the kids. You know, my sister, everything else. It's just like things weren't compu- computing. So, but what he does to support you guys, and you know, it's just it's it's cool to see. So, the sacrifices he does not only to, you know, help protect the country that he did, but to like just family. It's, just, it's insane, man. I just don't get it. It's just. Way more dedicated than I probably would have been. Oh yeah. But yeah. I didn't grow up with a, a younger brother or anything like that, so it's it's cool, man. Yeah. 
No, I, I as a younger brother, I, I do appreciate him for everything he did, and not only that, to introduce me to this type of racing, and uh, I really don't regret going either way. And like you said, with the dad, man, it, it, your dad's the same way, like our dad. Hey, dad, um, like talk on the phone. What are you guys doing this weekend? It's Ocala. All right, well, I'll be there Friday with a camper. You guys to stay there. I'm like, all right, well, we go. <laughs> and it's like, well, we'll, we'll, we'll pay for the, uh, you know, the parking spot or we'll do what we need to do. And Dad's like, no, don't worry about it. If you guys can wake up the next morning and already be at the track to go ready to go and race, don't worry about it. And, 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 and Dad's always been like that with us, you know, like hardcore. Um, you know, uh, with schooling was always a hundred percent. And if it came to racing, it was like, you're going to do it on your own. I remember, uh, when I had the whole Camaro and I was drag racing and, and, and stuff and it, not professionally, just going to a track and burning money. Your local track trips and yeah, exactly. Look, yeah, Green Cove Raceway in Gainesville. Ooh, and Green Cove, such a bad track. Green Cove? That was sketchy, but it was fun it, it though. Was, no, I, I never raced it. I did an autocross a few times out there. Um, did you? Yeah. In Green Cove? Yeah, oh, they wow. o- they opened up like the super sketchy track. Yeah, where drifting and mud bogging and drag. Yeah, racing. if you took any tire, it didn't matter if it was like a four twenty tread, you know, like a four twenty rated compound or like a, a fifty tire? compound. It's still gonna get ate up the same. I was like. Because it, uh, it's got enough tread, I'm just gonna take it. <laughs> it's holding <laughs> air. <laughs> Dude, like the the asphalt, like when you were a kid and you're a rollerblading and you're on like a nice asphalt pavement, and then you all of a sudden hit like the crazy. I never rollerbladed. Skateboarded. I skateboarded, but I didn't have enough uh, balance for rollerblading. That's like the easiest. That's uh, so much easier. Well, anyway, so <laughs> when you're like going over like the a nice like between smooth a Puerto Rican. patch, then all of a sudden it's like. <laughs> Like, oh my god, what the heck did I just do? And like, all of a sudden, you like take two kicks and you're still stopped. And you're like, yeah, this is horrible. I better should just walk. Yeah, that's what the Green Cove track was. So on as on on tires that you spent, you know, for me at the time I was autocrossing was over a grand for a set of tires. Good God, I got mine from the flea market. Do they hold air? Yes. Are they... 275, 4017s. Yeah, that's what I was running. 245. I had... 275. 280 tall, 10 and a half wide on a 15-inch rim. Oh, that's drag racing. Ain't that's no drag racing. racing. Yeah, exactly. It's. I was a yee-yee boy. I'm like, go straight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pin it till it sounds expensive. If it starts out expensive, you might want to let go. But other than that, stay in it. <laughs> like, it'll be all right but no like that that's that's where we got the whole thing started like dad was like education and stuff like that and if you're willing to work and you're going to school stuff like that and i don't have no problem you staying here but it, i'm not going to um obviously go into your whole addiction to racing which you know he had the same ordeal too like and it, you go to my dad's house, it's like candy land. You know, we have never motorcycles and, and cars and stuff. And, and dad. So t- George with a J that's a senior? Uh, George Or the first? George with a J that's the first? I'm uh, coming over to your house ju- to see what all this is about. Junior, he. God, that's, a, that's another day. 
Uh, <laughs> he was Mr. Import, and but uh, Dad was like, um, he my graduation present was um, that was allowed to purchase his 1994 Camaro Z28 with a uh, six-speed manual transmission. It wasn't given. He's like, for your graduation present, a, a ninety what? Ninety four. So the old IROC. So it was no, an no, F no, body. No, 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 no. It was an F body. It was but an F body. It was outside the IROC. It was outside the whole mullet area. So it's like when the first version of Chevrolet's like, dude, I, I think we might mess up, but we're just gonna call it a day. The shark, just like the ninety four Mustang that had the five O that was meant for the four six. I don't know Mustangs because I don't know slow cars. <laughs> so if we want to go into that theory it's like oh, Mustang yeah, yeah. okay I got you, I got you, you. Know, you, like, you should but is rumor has it that's true that the old F the old F buddy IROC was the most aerodynamic car that Chevy ever made in a Camaro I I never heard that theory but the whole IROC body just just completely did not have it for power plant like, you can have a Chevy 350, which everybody was, like, high horse about. With, like, a one-and-a-half barrel carburetor because they couldn't with do anything maybe else. maybe 225 horsepower, which was depressing. I mean, the 5.0s were 225. Well, who? The late 90s. Mustangs were only 225. 225? Yeah. They must have a supercharger. I never heard 225 on a naturally aspirated Mustang. <laughs> All right, so if you guys don't get it, like there's I, a shovel I, digging in the ground. I completely despise the Ford power plant <laughs> till like tomorrow. Like Kevin Harvick, like I like um like I put in a group message. You guys like did not respond at all when Earnhardt passed away. <laughs> this is gonna get real real sensitive too. When Earnhardt passed away, his um his his uh his car was replaced by Kevin Harvick. And the car was repainted white and was renumbered 29. <clears throat> I know somebody who runs a number 29 cart. And the Shelby, 20- you need to go to uh, 29. Just saying, when you when you make your, uh, when you get out of your hiatus. When your daddy fixed your cart up for you. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, when Quincy. Shelly, so we, need, we need you to come back. You know, it, it's it's been too long. Yeah. So um, I just need to be another Smith. It's no big deal. Let's put that on my bucket list. So <laughs> Kelly, don't make his T-shirts or his visors <laughs> or anything. We can't do this again. No, no, we do. Um, with with the whole <laughs> with that horror deal. The horrible deal. Like, you guys did not message back. Like, that was sensitive. Like, I've never had a race number in my life until it became number 29. And 29 was spontaneous. Um, it was actually started with um, my girlfriend's grandmother, uh, grandmother, who was born on January 29th. And I was born January 3rd. Um, I was born on the 27th. What, what? In January? Yeah. What? Dang. Yes. Another 27. Another January baby. That's awesome. So, the whole January thing was like, this lady... You're way more of a Valentine's baby than I ever was. But I was like two weeks late. I was born... I was supposed to be born December 1992. 
like December twenty seventh. The doctor told my mom, dude, that that's such a that's such February baby. You know what happens in February? Don't tell me Valentine's Day. You were conceived on Valentine's Day Stop. with Coach George Senior. I was literally I was post born in 92 of December and then God's like 92 dude you're so young I know it I know it and and then God said no are you allowed to drink beer yeah like 4 years ago I'm 25 (laughs) if you want to feel any older I'll say it I'm 25 I'm about to be 26 January 3rd 1993 Earnhardt won his sixth championship in 93. So that's why God said, no, we need to wait till he's born in 93. I thought you said you said you are born in 92. No? No, 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 no. I was supposed to be born in 92 in December. And then I messed up my pa- my parents' tax return. <laughs> <laughs> Mom literally said that. I was like, thank you for messing up our taxes. <laughs> <laughs> we could have gotten more back. <laughs> with you only being like two months old. Um, But... Uh, 1993, January 3rd. So, so that's why that, that, that's why Junior's the favorite son and you're not so much because no, no, you no, screwed no, up no, the no, taxes. No. Junior was born in uh, Chesapeake, Virginia, which those are some weirdos up there. <laughs> you know, you got some weirdos here in Florida, but you go up to Chesapeake it's like, hey, y'all, how y'all ooing? Like, no, 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 how y'all doing? Yeah, ooing. No, it, the Virginians. And just like how you say Hoosier tire because that's how it's pronounced. It don't matter what tire I run, I'll win with it. <laughs> Quincy, he couldn't. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Quincy, because I really he couldn't, he couldn't pronounce Hoosier, so I had to explain it to him. Yeah, <laughs> I pronounced it Hoosier Daddy. No, you uh, did not. Uh, <laughs> that's how I told you to pronounce yeah, it. Andrew did help me on that one. I don't know what I said, but I'm not going to repeat it because now we're live. But yeah, it's recorded. There's no doubt in it. Yeah, we're not going to filter this one because we're going to really display it. Because now that everybody's got it out to me after Robling, <sighs> the type of headaches that that the uh, I don't, I'm still not surprised your whole truck is not wrapped in your uh, never one place sticker that you got. Andrew, if I had to wrap my truck every time I won, it'd be every week I changed it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the stuff I put on Facebook, but you know, in real life, it's like once a month, if that. It's like once ever in your life, but it's okay. So I am dropping down to seniors to go challenge this slowpoke. <laughs> um, George with a J, I'm representing for you. And then once... I beat him and seniors. I'll go up and beat you in masters. So it's okay. I was going to say this in the group message. Go ahead if, and say it. If nobody else shows up for seniors and the minimum weight is like 375, I, on record, obviously, I will weigh up to 375. I will add the 15 pounds in order because one, it make it a phenomenal race, especially with everybody from the 206 group and stuff like that and make it more closed tight racing which is fun 
it's always fun to entertain, you know, to get this position. Yeah. That's one thing that we always talk about. It's like, it doesn't matter if you're racing for first or second or 17th and 18th. As long as you have somebody to race with that's competitive, that's exactly what the 206 is all about. Exactly. So and, who cares? And I raced in Jacksonville one time where somebody cut through the grass and got back on the track after turn two. And I had more fun racing technically at that point for last place because I didn't have the um, the supersonic nose on my cart. Yeah, you're losing to me, so it's okay. Yeah, I had the CIK body, the only CIK body at that point. And yeah, to uh, the the uh, Brandon and his his father that they uh, um, the number eighteen carts that kind of pulled out of racing, but exactly first or last. If you're racing somebody, it's it's fun. Yeah, we we did a podcast um, a few episodes ago between um, I think it was a race between Heath and Scott, and they were going back and forth like crazy on just positioning on the track, and everybody's kind of spaced out to a point where your leaders were lapping people. Which was crazy because and when you have your Corys and your Sean Myers and your uh, Yarboroughs and the Lloyds, they just, they're just fast. I mean, they're just naturally good. And no matter what you do, you can't keep up with them if you're not, not only skilled enough driving style, but you could drive the same exact car as they do, but if you can't adapt to the cart and adapt to how they drive and they can sit in their seats and then exactly if the seat is you know too loose or if the the rear grip is too much it's just crazy on how you can you 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 hear these drivers not only through formula one racing but you know nascar racing and imsa racing and you know your SCCA World Challenge cars is like okay yeah you know the cars too loose the cars too tight you know I ha- I have this I have that vibrations like how the heck do you even like know these kind of things and so that's what was going on in this race that was happening and then you have Heath and Scott and they were battling it you know through every single turn on the straights they're both past each other and it was the greatest race i probably have ever seen or I, I didn't get a chance to see it but you know um from like what my dad was talking about and you know pat senior and everybody else like the race was between these two guys like this is what they were doing and you know, it didn't matter what position they were battling for but they were just battling each other and that was the coolest thing to see it's like okay this is what the two of sex is all about you know certain skills can get you certain places but fun is fun yeah oh yeah the the fun part is the 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 intensity sometimes that the the race gets to um you you know when you floor it wide open you're not like i'm gonna pass them because it's like we're equal almost and um you know, some people forget that you're not going from 206 to F1 the next day, you know, um, unless you're uh, Lance Stroll. <laughs> but um, it, the, the 206 racing is, is just, it's been phenomenal. Um, the, 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 the spec engine to the block you can't mess with to 
some top end work. Some people have learned to tweak here and there um, to get just a slight advantage. Um, like, like uh, Andrew says, stuff like that. It's it's it it comes down to literally driver and chassis setup. And um, such minute details. It's ridiculous. And it's just like one thing that just can drive everybody insane. And it's such a good class to start off at. But it has this downfall. It's like, okay, how can you and your brother, for instance, you and your brother run the exact same chassis, exact same years, exact same hubs, everything. But you have a little bit of weight difference. How can one turn be better? Or how could one turn be, or one section of the track be faster for you than it is your brother? Well, so like it comes down to driving style. It comes down to how you adapt to the car and how you want your car to set up. And that's like one thing that's like really cool about spec racing, which I don't think two or six really is a quote unquote spec class, even though you know the, the engine is spec. But your clutch is a spec, your wheels is a spec, your tires is a spec, yeah. just because of all these different, you know, rules. But, you know, certain tracks, you know, like Homestead has certain spec rules, and which is cool. Like, to me, spec is spec. There is no variations of it. To me, a spec is spec, and that's... There's a reason why you have to pay thirty grand for a 1991 spec Miata to win a national championship. Because they blue point the engine to the like, and it was phenomenal. And the car was like twelve thousand dollars when it came out. <laughs> yeah, brand new, twelve thousand <laughs> with owner's manual and everything. Yeah, the, the, there's a reason why you spec a spec, and so like two or six, two or six can. <laughs> <laughs> can be spec to a certain point in engine. You can do the carburetors, you can do this, you can do that, but every little bit of rotational mass, every little bit of grip, like with road racing that we found out, for instance, you were running the smallest wheel that of anybody in the group, front wheels. I was? Yeah. Like if you looked at your rim size compared to your brothers and everything, like your front wheel was, you know, a few inches wide. Everybody else was wider, so like less dragging it straight away. Exactly. <laughs> so like the less, you know, you're gonna get grip and and oh, road. You guys could have ratted me out at tank. Oh, those rims are too small. Yeah, yeah. I'm you gonna, gonna, yeah, you gonna, can't run. You, you know. could have run me over with the same bus you were driving. <laughs> <laughs> Throw so them like, under it. The least amount of drag. And road racing, you're going to be the fact, especially the two of six. Like, you're, what you're going to figure out in Daytona. And what Jim Henry told me, or told us, is in the full body, the same motor, same everything, is 19 seconds per lap. Just because of aerodynamics. And that's just from body work. Yeah, it's just aerodynamics. So it's like, okay, it's not that my motor can't make it. It's not that I'm losing grip. It's not because of this. It's just pure, how can I break the speed? Mm-hmm. Or how can I break the wind? And it's just like, okay, dude, 19 seconds per lap? Take that by freaking 30 minutes or 45 minutes. Yeah. Jeez. You can read like three books of Harry Potter. 
my brother wouldn't have time to pose his two piece sign in it straight away. Dude, that was su- that's such an, uh, that's such an <laughs> epic. That just picture. shows how much time we have in a straightaway. Just it, but nobody ever passed on straightaway because it's just like it is what it is. Like I'm right here, and it's just yeah, we're pushing. This is what it's going to be. It's, I I didn't. Did th- you make a pass on a straightaway? Who you? Did you ever pass on a straightaway? I never passed on a straightaway. No, I was in first all the time. And no, you weren't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'd have to fast when you're already up front. <laughs> look, no. I, you won look. by default. You won by default. <laughs> no. Quincy, but, you had one job, damn it. <laughs> but if any place at Roebling was to pass, was right into going into the straightaway. You had such momentum. You get that cart so digging deep right before you hit pits. And and that was the place to pass was right before that straightaway, because in the straightaway you were just kind of just content. You were just I'm here. I'm, I have twenty five minutes to go. There's no <laughs> there's no reason for me to pull out. You know I'll burn more fuel. If I'm ma- I'm making my caramel popcorn isn't ready yet. Yeah. And th- and this and this comes from a sprint racer to go to a road racing event. And but the backstretch didn't seem as long as you thought it would be in the 206. The backstretch? Yes. No. No, it was just... When, when you're in the drafts, you're like, okay, like, boom, boom. you're having to... Well, I was always in the lead because you were just, you know, yeah. you, you were leading your own pack of losers. But... <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, the, the backstretch did not seem... Which is one of the... Cause, Believe it or not, in cars, your top end speed at Roebling Road is faster than Road Atlanta, and I think VIR. Really? That it's one of the longest backstretches in the country. Motorcycle guys don't like to drive. Like if you ever Google motorcycle races at uh, Roebling Road, you'll see them. And their top speeds are insane. It doesn't matter if you're in a 600, a 750, or a 1,000, or a 1,200. Your top speeds are the same. Just the difference is you get there faster. Uh, depending on how many CCs you are. Mm-hmm. They're usually going into turn one, turn two at like 180, 170 something miles an hour. And a lot of people, a lot of people on motorcycles don't like turn nine because it's so fast. Then why race? No, no, they're, they're, it's a whole different. It's a whole different thing. Your brother almost hashtag stay in it. Yeah, George <laughs> twist the throttle and George with a J. He almost ran over the cones to go into pit lane like four laps in a row. I'm like, dude, Jorge, let me get a funny to show you the line th- through turn nine because yeah, you're gonna kill somebody. <laughs> and John Boris could even. You know, comment on this. He's like, yeah, he almost ran us into the cones and so on because he didn't know where he was going. No, like, it, it was, and that's the crazy part. Turn we, nine is a scary turn. It's so fast because you get flat foot no matter what, what vehicle you're in. It's just like, yes, it's if, if it was perfectly smooth without the little dips in it, oh, yeah, it'd be, it's such a fast turn, but with all the tips and everything and, to make things, you know, a little rattle a little bit, you're like, well, but you have all that runoff to the left, which Quincy was going 
Quincy Smith was telling you to go ahead and put two wheels off on the left-hand side. Go ahead and add some paint colors to the wall that was there because it's a beautiful paint color. He was trying to kill me off my vibe from Saturday. <laughs> so I wouldn't be him again. And I repeat. Re- be him again on Sunday. Yeah, go ahead and put these two tires in the dirt and see how that does for you. I'm like, and I'm watching his GoPro video because there's absolutely the whole video is just him behind me. <clears throat> so, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to watch where did he put two tires in the dirt? Because the whole tire time, Dude, we we had we had your brother was even worse, and he was like, "What? We gotta put two tires over here? <laughs> we gotta put." And it's like, it's like, Jorge, stop! Just, Jorge, just stop! Come on, man. If, I, I can't help you because you're my drafting partner. Because <laughs> maybe I'm glad Qu- you was your drafting partner, not mine. Maybe Quincy turned the FTD, maybe for one lap, but we got DQ'd for a minute and forty eight seconds, and he only lost by like thirty nine seconds or forty seconds. To so, you, all right. So the reason you guys got that close is because we. Um, we're no, not, there is no. no, 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 no. We were awesome. Wait, hold on. We did that, not. That sauce we had, the little tap that we did on the no, motor. Man, yeah, no that's sauce. what it was. We did not get the um the go ahead for DRS. They did not put the DRS. Flag. The FIA did not approve the DRS because like these guys are already too fast. We cannot make them even that much faster. Because the the sixty eight point eight. Oh, I just ran myself out on the mic run. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And that was me <clears throat> lifting. You're welcome, brother. Uh, lifting <laughs> at sixty eight point eight miles an hour. Uh, we didn't have DRS, so you guys got to catch up, and you guys got a really good practice run for Sunday. So, where where <laughs> so where on these body panels and did you have like DRS flaps that you could just you know whop, whop, and and go to town like I don't that's a special model I mean Quincy didn't have Shelby to help push him because he's so slow um well but then you're you're even slower than Shelby so Shelby who. <laughs> <laughs> That's the the uh, the the uh, daughter for abduction from the uh, Smith family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So because I'm the new number one. Thank you, Kelly and Quincy. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it sounds like Clutch and James is gonna be racing here shortly, and James is gonna be on top for sure because. Yep. Yeah. He's Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> They're always fast, yeah. either with their cars in their mouth. He's he's, <laughs> he's a quarter bread. It's okay. Yeah. The old cornbread from Duval County. <laughs> was he born here in Jacksonville? Let's yeah. not admit that on radio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was born here in Jacksonville. Yep. No, I, can't, I can't help it. We're in the same house that you know he came home to, so yeah. Yeah, because you ask him, James, how old are you? Four and a half. Well, we moved here four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Luckily for the brains of the operate. Yeah, James does more than I do. It's, yeah. it's all good. That's cool. But he... Uh, He's he's gonna make a good little racer for sure. If but he, ever... he did say I can't race till I make to my daddy's size. I said you don't want that because if not, you won't be a race seniors. <laughs> You're a jerk. 
Maybe you don't understand on how much weight I cut when I was in my teens and in go through college. That college, yeah, you, uh, yeah. Believe wow. it or not, learning secrets tonight. More secrets in the old clutch. Yeah, setup. I had a, uh, I I had a scholarship to App State. I was on Team USA to go to Amsterdam. And I decided to uh, get in a car wreck, I said, and destroy everything. So that's a whole. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Duh, that's duh. how I got this car on my head. Duh, wait, wait. The scholarship um, at what athletic department? Wrestling. Wrestling? Yep. Wow. That's. That's cool. I mean, <laughs> like, that's. It, it, by the way, so the I got in, I got into auto sports because um, you thought it was safer than wrestling. <laughs> so let's go no, hundred no, no. and something miles so an hour in a car. My my dad. Um, he, he did not uh, come out tonight, by the way, because he's like, <laughs> I can't drink Miller Lite. I can't hang like that. Uh, Miller Lite is for sissies. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to have hangovers. Um, so they we, are the worst too. We drink Bud Light, which is Southern. And which is do it for Dale, not Miller Lite kind of stuff. Um. So, anyways, but yeah, it's autocross was really big here in Jacksonville for a long, long time. It still kind of is. And I was kind of going through a depression after everything that happened to me because when you're 17 years old, you don't have a plan B, and. I had to go to like plan D because my first plan was I had a scholarship for upstate. Then I had a, if that didn't go through, I had, um, I was going to the military and just because believe it or not, like my, my shape, like I chose a shape that's round and physical technique, like everything's round on me. Um, Buddha was a god. Right, just remember, <laughs> yeah, Buddha was a god. Buddha was a god, and he's praised on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like I, my, my um, sorry. <laughs> my next option was the military, um, just because I just want to know how hard boot camp was. Like I didn't really care for anything else. I just I was like one of those. Like, physical guys, like, oh, I bet I can make you throw up. I'm like, I bet you can't. Like, I was that guy. Like, mentally, I was that guy. You're the guy that's like, you can't make me throw yeah, up. Yeah, you can push me as hard as you want. It's not going to work. It's just, sorry, dude. I'm a phenom. Um, which, yeah, <laughs> obviously my phenom is in my stomach with good old Bud Lights. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> there you go, Kelly. Uh, it's a dad bod, bro. <laughs> dad bod. Yeah, dad bod. It's sexy new now. in style now. Um. But no, I I have I still have a file actually in that closet up there, that uh, that's behind uh, Miguel that looks like my wife's closet uh, of decoration stuff that has a letter from the greater country of the USA that says we would like you to represent the United States in the Amsterdam um, wrestling game from the ages of seventeen to nineteen. And, uh, yeah. 
Wow. So I'm technically being interviewed by somebody who is famous already. <laughs> At this point, like, not me, not me, no. For no. you to represent to uh, no, I the am United humble States. pie and everything like that. No, 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 no. no. And just keeping more <laughs> secrets on top of the clutch setup secret he so, has. Yeah. <laughs> so I teamed, up, I teamed up with a really good company. Like it's an awesome company, and they're great people. I can't tell you who their names are, but. Uh, the company's called Don't Worry About It Clutch Solutions. Oh my God. George with a J. Um, that sounds like something that should be off of Westside. Come over here to Clutch Solutions. Don't worry about don't it. Don't worry solutions. about it. <laughs> um, oh, as, as well as. We're across the railroad tracks. <laughs> <laughs> as long as Don't Worry About It uh, Fuel Tank Solutions, as well as to Worry About It Drive Tank yeah. Solutions. I know a guy who knows a guy who might have drank a beer with a guy that knows like this guy. Yeah, he slept <laughs> with a girl who knows uh, a brother who knows how to uh, do fabrication work. That yeah, that's yeah. Andrew's message when he doesn't want you to know something, but like at the same time, it's like, all right, Andrew, we kind of know now. <laughs> like, it's like uh, I know a guy who knows a guy that got married with a guy that's cousin with a guy that uh, maybe drink. You know, a two beers or two. Yeah. With a uh, no, nobody that drinks Miller Lite that I'm friends with. Maybe besides you, because yeah, I just happened to let you in my house. That was almost a mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, so um, yeah, guys. So this is the uh, the podcast, and it's my second interview that I've had with uh, another person with Miguel Ruiz. I wish his brother was here with us, but. He's about three hours away from our location, but it's okay. So every time you hear the um, name George with a J, uh, that is Jorge. And um, yeah, so thanks again, guys, for listening. Please continue to share our podcast with everybody you know and put it on all your Facebook pages. And I couldn't thank you guys enough for how much you've helped us. Um, thank you to TB Cart for giving these guys an opportunity to continue to race in carts and support them, and they're doing very, very good for you guys. And uh, to Cool Savannah uh, for Jeff to uh, jump on board to help my brother and I to continue uh, our basically a racing dream. Uh, it always Jam Racing. If you follow, you know. We're definitely going to put the link for Carding Dads. It's literally father and son and the two sons looking for a racing dream. So um, the the huge, huge, this huge boost from you guys. Thank you to Emmanuel, to you, to uh, to everything. Um, and uh, we've been able to kind of uh, spread our wings and, and kind of jump in just a two-year span to show that we – can be competitive and stuff so um i appreciate it uh the special guest ordeal i appreciate it andrew thank you because it's like do you want to do a broadcast i'm like do i want to i've been wanting to do it since rolling but i i was too too big of a my my ego was a little too high to do it then but um you know thank you guys and uh to keep this going so i appreciate it a hundred times jeff from Cool Savannah to Miguel and Fashad from TB Cart to you guys to um, bringing us back to Jacksonville because we kind of stopped going to Jacksonville and you guys knew that. Whoa, what happened to the brothers? To the Wonder Twins? 
<laughs> to them. So no, thank man, you. We're, we're so glad to have you back. Yeah. And I couldn't thank you enough for joining our show. Um, I wish Emmanuel was here that he can um, be part of this thing. But, you know, we happen to be living a little far away. So um, anyways, man, guys, thank you so much again for following us. Uh, please visit Jam Racing and Cool Savannah. Uh, they're all good people, and they're doing everything they can do to help support karting in your local area. So if you're in the Jacksonville Savannah group, uh, yeah, visit us. And if you have any questions on getting started in karting, please follow us at kartingdads.com or jackscarting.com if you want to get um, addicted to Jacksonville at 103rd because we have the... Uh, greatest track in the country, in my opinion, which is a free track. So if it's free, free is for me. So anyways, guys, <laughs> enjoy your weekend. You know, we have a um, we have a few races coming up, and we will keep you occupied. And I'm sure I'll have uh, McGill on again, which was a pleasure. And maybe we can uh, have his brother and their dad, who is way cooler than him and his brother combined. So... Uh, <laughs> Maybe we even get it. Maybe we get his mom on and and no, not she, mom. No, <laughs> she'll, she'll put us all in her place. So, uh, anyways, guys, enjoy your weekend and uh, thanks again for listening. We appreciate it. See you guys.